الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وعهدنا إلى إبراهيم وإسماعيل أن طهر بيتي للطائفين والعاكفين والركع السجود وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أملك عليك لسانك وليسعك بيتك وابك على خطيئتك أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Moses Vettel Ulamai Kiram Brothers and Elders If we spend our entire lives making sajda to express shukr and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala for even one ni'mat, one bounty, one favor that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with then too we will not be able to fulfill the right of that shukr let alone the ni'mat of deen the ni'mat of iman and then over and above the tawfiq to do some good actions in this Mubarak month of Ramadan to be granted the opportunity, to be granted the blessing to be in the house of Allah Ta'ala to be making atikaf if we spend our entire lives in shukr we cannot make enough shukr but nevertheless, this is the, the peak of insan's expression of shukr. That he says, La uhsi sana'an alayk anta kama asnayta ala nafsik. Ya Allah, I cannot express the shukr that is due to you. You are as you have praised yourself. But nevertheless, despite the fact that we can never fulfill the right of shukar, that shukar is still compulsory upon us. The verbal shukar is compulsory, that we express verbally the praises of Allah Ta'ala. This is the expression of shukar. And then the reality of shukar is expressed practically. Shukar is an amal. I'amalu ala Dawood shukra. One is the expression verbally and the expression practically as well. The practical expression of shukar is that whatever Allah Ta'ala has blessed something for, a person uses it in the correct way for what it has been given. So among the many, many na'mat Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, this discussion will be primarily addressed to those who Allah Ta'ala has made it possible for us to be in etikaf. But in any case, this is something that many of the things will be of a general nature. So we all, inshallah, Allah Ta'ala make it a means of benefit for us. So in terms of this blessing and na'mat of etikaf, what is the shukr of this? The shukr of this is that what is meant to be achieved out of this etikaf, we dedicate all our time, our energies, our efforts, our actions, our heart and mind. Many a times we do things, alhamdulillah, physically, but we don't, in many instances, don't apply our hearts and mind also in the same manner. So the issue now is to focus ourselves in terms of our actions, our energies, our use of our time and also our heart and mind towards trying to achieve that which this atikaf is meant for. So Atta Khurasani, very great personality, tabi'i and he says atikaf is like a person who 
has come to the door of somebody very generous. Just as an example, as a parable, Allah Ta'ala is beyond any comparison to the makhluk. So you see the person comes to the door of a very generous person. And he says, I'm not leaving from here till my need is fulfilled. Now, as it is, the person is very generous. There is no issue with him fulfilling the need of the person. But he now comes and makes this declaration that I will not leave here till my need is fulfilled. So that generous person, it will be beyond him to refuse this person. See, this is the way to understand Atakaf. It is like a person has come into the house of Allah Ta'ala and that he is now saying that, Ya Allah, till my forgiveness is not achieved, I am not going from here. So the effort now should be to try and direct all our energies, all our efforts, our time, our heart and mind towards achieving what this atikaf is meant for. What is the atikaf meant for? Atikaf, the meaning of atikaf is luzumushay. Person holds on to something. Here it is that he has latched on to the house of Allah Ta'ala. He's confined himself within the boundaries. He's not going to leave. But for what? When a person goes to somebody's house, he goes to look for him. He goes and knocks on the door of someone, he's looking for the person of the house. We have come to Baytullah to look for Allah. We've come to the house of Allah Ta'ala and confined ourselves in the house of Allah Ta'ala and the purpose is to gain Allah Ta'ala. To connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. This is the objective. This is the purpose. And that is why Atikaf is called seclusion. This is how it's translated generally. It is that. Seclusion in which sense? Seclusion in the sense that a person has secluded himself from the outside world. And because now he has cut off his all the various contacts of the outside world, it makes it conducive and easy for him to connect to Allah Ta'ala. He's cut off all the other connections, now it makes it easy to connect himself to Allah Ta'ala. Now this is a very, very important aspect for us to bear in mind. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this bounty, this time, this amanat. So in order to achieve this objective, these two things are necessary. One is sukut, other is sukun. Sukut and sukun. Sukut means to keep quiet. So keep quiet from what? One is we are in the house of Allah Ta'ala. So any worldly talk, that should be obviously completely cut off. Then we are in Atikaf. So even any unnecessary talk, idle talk, this idle chatter, that too should be completely cut off. It is not part of Atikaf, as a part of the ibadat of Atikaf, that a person sort of fixes it upon himself that he is going to remain totally silent, he won't utter one word. Anybody asks him something too, he is giving sign language answers. So that is not part of etikaf. He can inquire about somebody's well-being, how somebody is, somebody asks him how he is, he will reply. Some little conversation sometimes within the limits, obviously, while he is sitting eating, he might discuss something, no problem. But then the rest of our time, we try and keep ourselves in our work, keep ourselves engaged in what we have come for and any kind of idle talk, in fact, apart from the ijtimai amal that are taking place and whatever else might be programmed, even other general dini discussions, for now even we put a that on pause. 
because just general dini discussions too, but when it is not in an official manner, then that too sometimes from a dini discussion will slowly start sliding and slipping into something else, and before one knows it, it's already gone into rebirth also. It started off with a dini discussion, now it's making rebirth of somebody or the other. So therefore, in this time that we have for Atikaf, even that be put on pause for now. We want to encourage somebody sometimes, inspire somebody something, very good, mashallah, what an excellent thing. But then, many a times, in trying to inspire somebody, give somebody some kind of encouragement, before we know it, we've gone into such other discussions, that that encouragement became discouragement. Because now we're keeping the person back away from what he's supposed to be doing. So the one aspect is sukut. Haram talk is haram, there's no question about it. In the masjid, out of the masjid, in Ramadan, out of Ramadan, ghibad, other kinds of evil talk, all that is out of the question. Even permissible talk, in this time, we put a pause on that. A few times while, as we mentioned, while eating, etc., you're going to talk to somebody next to you, you're going to discuss something, fine, well within the limits. Then we keep to our work. So that's first thing is sukut. And the other aspect we mentioned was sukun. The sukun is the sukun of the heart. Sukun of the heart in the sense that, Alhamdulillah, we have physically now come into the masjid. We keep our heart also in the masjid. Keep our heart also in the amal of the masjid. As mentioned earlier, that to apply our energies, our time, our efforts, and our heart and mind towards achieving our objective. So applying the heart and mind, one aspect of that, for example, was the muraqaba that we spoke about. After the Tarawi Salah, the muraqaba that was discussed, that is one example and a little time that is in the form of applying the heart and mind. Now together with that, there are many other things. One of the things that we have to do regularly, make that a habit now, so that it continues after. This is called ihtisab. Ihtisab literally means to take an account of oneself. Every night, to spend a few minutes before going to rest, or at some time, Ideal is end of the day, end of the, generally now, you make the habit now, end of the day, meaning at night before going to sleep. So this continues after Atikaf as well. To scan in our mind the entire day. What did I do today? Inshallah, being in the masjid, being in Atikaf, Inshallah, we'll find a lot of positives. So on the positives we make shukar, because this is not on our doing. These positives are not our achievements. This is purely the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala. This is purely Allah Ta'ala's gift. So make shukar on that but. And Allah forbid there's some negatives came through in our mind. We're scanning the day. So the morning what I did. Okay, I was discussing with that person but that discussion wasn't right. That discussion went off the track. So now to make istighfar on that. On the positives, one shukar, alhamdulillah. Some negative, one istighfar, astaghfirullah. Some determination in the heart. This is something to totally avoid tomorrow. So now in that quick scanning of the day, this is ihtisab now. Anything positive to make shukar upon. Now this is also applying the heart and mind towards objective. There's so many things to apply the heart and mind in. But if we are focused towards what we have come for, then we will now want to put our energies, our heart and mind in that direction. But if it's, well, we had the time, or somebody told us, come and join me, so we came away, but we don't have our objectives in front of us, then the time will just pass. So this ihtisab. Then together with this ihtisab, one of the important things is, 
to make some conscious intentions. What I want to achieve from this etikaf. One is we already spoke on a very general and a broad term, which is all-encompassing, to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. But then bringing it further to some specifics, in terms of a'mal, that is the overarching thing. But how we will get there? We will get there via a'mal. Allahumma rzuqnay hubbak. Nabi Islam, one of the du'as that he taught us, he used to make this du'a, Allahumma rzuqnay hubbak. Who could have loved Allah Ta'ala more than Nabi Islam? Who could have possessed greater love for Allah Ta'ala than Nabi Islam? And he's still making du'a on top of that. Allahumma rzuqnay hubbak. That is ta'aleem for us. Ya Allah, grant me, bless me with your love. And Allahumma rzuqni, the word rizq is being used here. Or zuqni. Rizq, we all understand rizq. Something that sustains a person. Ya Allah, grant me your love, which is actually my, the lifeblood of my life. Of my spiritual life, this is the lifeblood. Wa may Allah, grant me the love of those who love you. Allah, grant me the love of those a'mal that will take me close to you. So the a'mal is the means. The goal is the love of Allah Ta'ala. But if a person says that I am trying to achieve the love of Allah Ta'ala, but he is not focusing on doing the a'mal correctly, then it's like a person trying to reach Makkah Shari, but he doesn't want to take that mode of transport. He doesn't want to, he just wants to sit where he is. How are you going to reach? So the amal. Now what do we want to achieve out of this etikaf? So there needs to be some specific intentions. In fact, this is what we want to achieve out of Ramadan itself. What intentions we made? Two-thirds of Ramadan have passed. What intentions we had in our mind? What I want to achieve out of Ramadan? Now more specifically out of etikaf. So in terms of our amal, the most important thing in a mu'min's life after iman is his salah. So now I want to, this is the intention we need to make. I want to bring the reality of salah in my life. I want to establish salah in my, the entire Quran Sharif. Wherever the command of salah comes, it comes with establishing salah. Except in one place in the Quran Sharif. Where there is a discussion of Salatul Khawf, which is a lengthy discussion where Salah in the midst of a battlefield, otherwise everywhere else is establishing Salah. What is establishing Salah? Performing Salah, number one, with regularity, five times a day, not four times. Five times a day. Performing it in the Sunnah manner. Performing it for men, it is wajib to be performed with jamaat. Without a valid reason to omit the jamaat is sinful. And to perform it in the masjid, if a person is not very far away from the masjid, within a certain radius, then it is necessary to attend the masjid. Then there are so many virtues of takbir ula. person who performs his salah with takbir ula for 40 days consecutively, Allah Ta'ala gives him two certificates. One is the certificate of being free from nifaq. Subhanallah, we cannot imagine what a great thing this is. Because all the things that we get caught up in, the impermissible things, this is all branches of nifaq. And a person who gets freed of nifaq, he'll get saved from all this. And freedom from the fire of Jahannam. Subhanallah. The Beast says that, if a person knew what is in Fajr and Isha, then he would come even it means that he had to crawl and come. If he had to crawl and come and attend the Salah, Fajr and Isha, then he would come even if he had to crawl. Had he known what is the reality, what Allah Ta'ala has placed in it. So now in this time in Atikaf, to develop this. So no Salah, obviously we in the Masjid, we in the house of Allah Ta'ala, there is... Sometimes something beyond our control is beyond our control. Otherwise, every salah with takbir ula. 
and trying and making every effort to be ahead of time ready for salah. Especially those of us who are here in Atikaf, at the latest by the time Azan takes place, we should be out of the tents, already sitting in our, in our sufuf, and there are many things now to do still, which we will discuss just now. So that time is a very, very valuable time to complete many of the amal. So at the latest by the time the Azan goes, we are out of the tents. Then we don't remain sitting inside. Sometimes some person will say, I'll probably be able to make better muraqaba inside. But sometimes that muraqaba might go in a different direction too. So that muraqaba also we make it in the saf, doesn't matter. So by the time the azan goes, we are ready for our salah. We are, oh, immediately then we start making our wudu and come in the masjid. So the one thing we want to establish, we want to acquire out of this month, we want to achieve this, so this intention to make. When a person makes the intention consciously, then there's hope, inshallah, that this will be something that he will then continue with. If it just happened coincidentally, he didn't try to achieve it, he didn't make it an objective, then he might just slip away, it might slip away just as easily too. So one is our salah. And then to build that salah. To try and perform it with khushu and khudu. Try and recite the tasbihat with more care. And if it's the nawafil, then in our nafil salah, we try and make the effort, especially in our sajdas, to recite the du'as, basnoon du'as, various du'as, the simple du'as, which we know well, especially if we know the meaning of those du'as, that is, obviously it has to be the du'as in Arabic, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana, all these du'as, with consciously, if we can know the meaning, that's ideal, we make these du'as in our nawafil, in our sajdas, we develop this. So the one thing we want to try and achieve in this etikaf is salah. So to make this an objective, to make an effort to bring it in. Then together with this, inshallah in this time we will be engaging in some tasbihat, etc. But not just that we will be here engaging in it, no, to make that also a target. That this must become part of my life now. This etikaf is not just for while I'm here, but what I want to take from here is, I want to continue with it thereafter. So while we are here in etikaf, among the things Nabi Salaam has emphasized that should be done excessively, one is the recitation of La ilaha illallah, and the other is istighfar. So La ilaha illallah, inshallah, in the zikr that we will make, we will make that one tasbih of that in the zikr, but then istighfar daily, while in etikaf, at least 300 times. So 300 times daily, it might sound a lot, but even the short formula of istighfar, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, consciously feeling the heart being washed each time that a person is taking the name of Allah Ta'ala and making istighfar. If a person 300 times won't even take 5-6 minutes, 7 minutes, so 300 times daily, while in etikaf, after etikaf at least 100 times daily. 300 times daily istighfar. And this is an extremely great ibadat. There are so many virtues of istighfar in the Quran Sharif, in the Ahadith, inshallah which we will discuss at some time. And then together with that, Durud Sharif. One is, mashallah, we join the recitation of the 40 Durud after the Taraweeh Salah. But together with that, 300 times daily Durud Sharif. Now we were talking about coming out of the tents in time, as soon as the azan goes, and be in the saf, we performed our sunnats. The time between the time we've completed our sunnats, and by the time the first salah starts, sometimes it's five minutes, seven minutes, maybe sometimes a little more. A lot of these tasbihat, etc. get completed very easily in that time. A person is ready before time, he made his fajr sunnats, he'll complete maybe his istighfar before the fajr first starts. He'll complete his durud sharif between the sunnats and the farz of zohar. So it's not much. It's very little actually. Durud sharif, even the short formula of durud sharif, he should start off with something more. The brahman, the shortest formula of durud sharif, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, of muhabbad, 300 times a day, we make that our ma'amul. 
Now, if we keep ourselves occupied in these amal, then we won't have time for idle talk, we won't have time for other things. We have the muraqabas to make, we have the ihtisab to do, which we discussed. This does be hard to make. And then obviously, tilawat is the highlight of Ramadan. So, we should have a target for that. That minimum, how many paras in the day I need to complete. Keeping in mind all the various other collective amal that are taking place, that each one knows his capacity, but to set a target. To set a target of little more than what we can easily manage. And then try to meet that target. Ten days, nine days, Allah knows best how many, Allah knows best whether we will see it out as well. But it's a very short time. It's a very short time, and before a person knows it, this time has gone. But if we program ourselves, then inshallah we will find that this time will get used constructively, and we'll achieve a lot. So now we want to achieve this. These are conscious intentions to make, that this is going to be done inshallah, not just for etikaf. I want to continue with this amal after etikaf as well. The salah, there is no compromise on that. But this tasbihad, this is extremely important. This is the fort. This is the fort which gives the person protection from shaitan. A person keeps complaining that I am falling into this and that, but are you making your tasbihat regularly? He says, no, for long I didn't make it now. So you came out of the fort, so obviously what's going to happen? So this is the fort, now we need to build a fort now. <coughs> so the tasbihat. Then, a mu'min and his day goes by without dua, without communicating with Allah Ta'ala, without begging from Allah Ta'ala. Throughout the day we are talking to this person, asking him for this favor, and talking to that person, sort this out for me, and talking to that person, can I borrow something from you? And we are turning to the makhluk the whole day for different things. There is a permissible level of that as well. But we haven't asked Allah Ta'ala. We haven't spoken to Allah Ta'ala. Whereas anybody who we ask for a favor to, it's not in his control. He won't even be inclined to do it if Allah Ta'ala doesn't put it in his heart. So a mu'min and dua, this goes hand in hand. So apart from the collective dua that might be made after certain amal, daily there should be dedicated time for dua. Especially the time of tahajjud, that is a very special time for dua. Then the time between the two azans, azan and iqamad, that's the two azans. That is an accepted time of dua. The time before iftar. And throughout the day and night of Ramadan, this is a, such a mubarak time, that in the masjid, in the house of Allah Ta'ala, those of us who have been blessed with etikaf, so every moment is very precious, very valuable, very mubarak. So as much as time that we can spend in dua, together with all the other amal, we need to make time for dua. Make dua for ourselves, dua for our families, dua for our relatives, dua for our friends, dua for our neighbors, dua for our communities, and dua for the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Think about the pitiable condition of the ummah. Think about the cry of Nabi Sallallahu for the ummah. And what kind of pain he took on his heart for the sake of the ummah. Then make dua for the ummah. So dua. So we spoke about salah, our tasbihat, and dua. And then the other part of it is, there are many other things inshallah we'll discuss on the other occasions. For those of us who have been blessed with this opportunity of etikaf, how do we take this? Just to understand it by means of an example, we should never think that we are better than anybody that we are in etikaf. The month of Ramadan is like a person entering into a hospital. person now needs some kind of treatment, etc., so Allah Ta'ala provided us with this hospital of Ramadan to treat ourselves of all our spiritual ailments and all the things that have clogged up into our systems over time for the whole year. But for us to think about it in this way that we were more sick, we needed the ICU. For everybody else the hospital was sufficient. But those of us who are in Atakaf, we were even more serious. 
We needed the ICU. And we need theater situations. Now what are the, among the things that are high priority in a ICU, in a theater, one of the very important things that are given very high priority there is that they are very worried about any infections. So sometimes visitors are restricted, sometimes many things you can't take into that place. Person who is going into the theater, doctor, whoever, he'll have to leave the clothing that he wore and came, remove that outside and wear the theater gown. Even that clothing is not allowed into the theater. Why? Because this place must not, there must be no outside influence in this situation. No infection must come in. Now we have brought ourselves into this ICU because we needed it more. But now we need to also take care that there's no outside things coming in, no infections. One of the biggest infections that has come into Atakaf, into Jamaat, into Khanqas, into Madrasas, into any place of Deen, and which these viruses and bacteria that destroy all the good sometimes that a person is trying to achieve, one of the biggest viruses and biggest bacteria is the phone. Now we have come into this ICU and we allow that infections also to come. Then by the time the time has passed, inshallah we will get a lot of sawab for the amal we did. But how much we will take and go back, Allah knows. Because while one side we are taking some things, at the same time we are draining it. One person he said to his wife that if ever I end up on life support, then I don't want to carry on in that state. You must unplug it. I don't want to be in that manner. If ever you, I finish off in that situation that I have life support, then you must unplug it. So as soon as he said that, so she very quietly woke up and first she unplugged his laptop and then she took the SIM card out of his phone. And then all the other devices started unplugging it. He nearly died. Because that was like his life support. So she knew what is his life support currently. He was talking about something else. But he didn't realize he's already plugged onto all these things. And he's like as if he cannot survive without it. So now unfortunately we have also come into that situation to some extent. Now to tell somebody that totally shut it off and have no contact with anybody anywhere... It might seem like a very big impossibility. That is the ideal. And that is what we should try to strive for. Otherwise, at the most, fix a 10 minute slot somewhere in the day. Maybe after iftar, something 10 minutes, to make the necessary calls that might be, not necessarily in reality, but in any case, what we have made necessary, to find out everything is fine at home, create a 10 minute slot to make that call or two, and then shut it off. If it stays on, it will call. It will blink somewhere. If you call it wink if you want to. And then before a person knows it, he's already slept. But if he stays out completely shut off, inshallah he'll be safe. So let us, now we have come for a purpose. We have come to achieve something. We want to try and take something along. So if we have come for an objective, we have come for a purpose, we will try to achieve something, then we have to make an effort accordingly. So on the one side, exerting ourselves in amal that is necessary, but at the same time, detaching ourselves from those things that are going to affect our amal, affect our entire stay in Atikaf. We have to now make that effort as well. So this is what we have to now focus ourselves towards, how we spend our time, Make the time, inshallah, very valuable. The amal, what we discussed, these intentions, some of the things we spoke about with the amal, but that is not where it finishes off. Deen, deen is not confined to salah, confined to tilawat. These are major amal. But in this time in Atikaf, we want to develop our akhlaq. We want to make our complete islah and tazkiyah. We want to remove the pride, arrogance, malice and love of the ego, love of dunya, all these evils from our hearts. We want to bring the love of Allah Ta'ala. We want to bring compassion, kindness, 
You want to bring forgiveness, all the various good and noble qualities we want to develop in ourselves. So we'll make dua for it. We'll try to learn what is all this about. So these are active and conscious intentions to make. That this is what I've come to achieve. That's what I'm going to try to take back. And when a person makes a determined intention for something, Obviously all this for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala alone. So with ikhlas, he'll make intentions, the more intentions, one of the meanings of this is, what is intended, he'll get it also. So inshallah we make all these intentions. One other very important aspect is, we are in the house of Allah Ta'ala. The house of Allah Ta'ala is not just our house, Allah Ta'ala's house. And being the house of Allah Ta'ala, there are very, very great adab and etiquettes to be observed. The respect of the house of Allah Ta'ala should not be compromised at any level. One of the signs of Qiyamat is that voices will be raised in the masajid. Let us ensure we do not become a sign of Qiyamat. We will be discussing something, overeating, etc. We keep our voices very low. And we remind one another, وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَىٰ Allah Ta'ala says, help one another in acts of virtue and righteousness. We remind one another in a nice way, in a kind way. We make sure ourselves that we are forever conscious of this. No noise in the masjid, the cleanliness of the masjid. Sometimes because we are here for an extended period of time, two days, three days pass, we take things for granted. The cleanliness of the masjid is extremely important. It's not just the duty of the muazzin or somebody else. It's our duty. Nabi Islam says that in Jannat I saw the rewards of all the things to the extent that that piece of dirt or something a person picked up from the masjid and removed it. What reward Allah Ta'ala blessed for that, that reward also I saw in Jannat. So this is something very, very important that we maintain the respect of the masjid at all times and we conduct ourselves in accordance with the adab and the etiquette. No things of odor are brought into the masjid. Anything that has a bad odor, etc. That is totally not brought anywhere near the masjid. Voices are not raised. In one hadith, which Hazrat Mufti Shafi has quoted in Adabul Masajid, that when a person starts talking worldly talk in the masjid, idle chatter, worldly talk, then the angels address him. And the angels say to him, Uskut ya wali Allah. O friend of Allah, keep quiet. He then continues for the second time, they say, Uskut ya wali Allah. Keep quiet, O friend of Allah. Ta'ala. But he still continues for the third time, then they say, Uskut la'natullahi alayk. Keep quiet, may the curse of Allah be upon you. Now we've come in the house of Allah Ta'ala to take his rahmat, but the angels then curse us what can then be any chance of us gaining rahmat? So, therefore, to be very conscious of this, that there's no just worldly talk, idle talk. Some general conversation is not a problem, provided it's well within the limits, and we keep it confined to those few times, just to freshen the mind a little bit. Then we keep to our, whatever work we have. We have enough to do. We have our ibadah to make. And, inshallah, in that way, and as we mentioned, that... We are also in need of a constant reminder. We accept anybody's reminder for, to us. We also remind if somebody in a nice way, in a very kind way, we keep reminding one another of how we should be keeping ourselves in the masjid in Atikaf. And inshallah in this way we will be benefit also and others will also benefit. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah. If you reported in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the person who recites La ilaha illallah hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of the daily recitation of La ilaha illallah, Allah Ta'ala will grant him the tawfiq of doing good amal, righteous deeds and save him from all evil deeds. And inshallah this will become the means of him gaining this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. When reciting La ilaha, the thing to bring to mind, one is that in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, La ilaha illallah, laysa laha hijabun dun Allah. That there is no barrier for La ilaha illallah in reaching Allah Ta'ala. This goes straight to the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala. So to bear that in mind, when saying La ilaha, to imagine that all the negatives we have taken out of our heart, all the evil, the filth, all the illicit things, whatever 
wrong is in our hearts and minds. Everything has been taken out. And then, illallah, there is this light and nur that is entering the heart, which is the love of Allah Ta'ala. Recite the Rujri. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم الله الله جل جلاله عم نواله الله 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 
والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم لا تؤمننا مكرك اللهم لا تؤمننا مكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تهتك عنا سترك ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم اجعلنا لك ذكارا لك شكارا لك بطاعا لك مطيعا اليك مخبتا اليك اواها منيبا ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قره اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد إله العالمين يا الله most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah إله العالمين يا الله we can never thank you for all your نعمات يا الله Ya Allah, every second, every millisecond, Ya Allah, your in countless and innumerable na'mats are showering down upon us, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, from the billions of people, Ya Allah, you selected us, Ya Allah. You gave us iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, from the people of iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you made us among the ummat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, you blessed us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, with this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you blessed us with being in your house, Ya Allah. Allah, you gave us a topic of fasting, Ya Allah. Allah, you gave us a topic of making the Taraweeh Salah, Ya Allah. Allah, you gave us so many bounties and ni'mats, Ya Allah. Allah, you blessed us with health, Ya Allah. Allah, you blessed us with all the innumerable things that we use every day, Ya Allah. Allah, you blessed us with all our physical, Ya Allah, faculties, Ya Allah. Allah, you blessed us with our limbs and organs, Ya Allah. Allah, you blessed us with families, Ya Allah. Allah, you blessed us with people that, Ya Allah, around us, Ya Allah. Allah, you blessed us with innumerable and countless ni'mas, Ya Allah. Allah, but we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. We have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. Allah, we return all this with disobedience, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in return, we only, Ya Allah, committed sin, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. There is nothing we can hide from you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know everything, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know us better than we know ourselves, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive all the sins we did deliberately, Allah. Forgive the sins we did mistakenly, Allah. Allah, forgive the sins of the night, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins of the day, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. We are making sincere tawbah tonight, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen in your house, Ya Allah. Allah, this is your tawfiq, Ya Allah. Allah, you allowed us to beg you, Ya Allah. Allah, we have not raised our hands out of our own, Ya Allah. Allah, you have allowed us to raise our hands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, when you allowed us to raise our hands, surely you want to grant us also, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us your maghfirat, Ya Allah. You grant us your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not deprive any one of us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not deprive our families, Ya Allah. Do not deprive our relatives, Ya Allah. Do not deprive our friends, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not deprive the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Shower down your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. 
کل ریموو دا سفرنگ اف دا امت یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ نبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کھائیں فو دا سمت یا اللہ ہاو مچ اف پین ان سفرنگ یاندوین فو دا سمت یا اللہ الہ العالمین in every moment he remembered this ummat ya Allah ilahu alalamin the ummat is turning back to the way of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya Allah we are suffering the consequences ya Allah ilahu alalamin enable us to come back on the way of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam enable us to embrace his sunnah ya Allah enable us to embrace his way of life ya Allah ilahu alalamin ya Allah you shower down your rahmat on the ummat ya Allah Allah grant tawfiq of khair to the ummat ya Allah grant us and entire ummat the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat ya Allah Save us and the entire ummah from those amal that bring down azab, ya Allah. Allahul alameen, ya Allah. Those who are oppressed, remove the oppression from them, ya Allah. Hold back the hands of the oppressors, ya Allah. Give them hidayat also, ya Allah. If hidayat is not decreed for them, ya Allah, wipe them out from the face of this earth, ya Allah. Allah brings such a punishment upon them that, ya Allah, becomes a lesson for the entire mankind, ya Allah. اللهم زلزل اقدامهم اللهم انزل بهم باسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين اله العالمين يا الله الا يو غايرس يا الله الا يو غايرس يا الله يو كيفوس ان بروتكتس لايك ذا ليتل بيبي يا الله اللهم واقية كواقية الوليد اللهم واقية كواقية الوليد اله العالمين يا الله وي ار توتلي ديبندنت اون يو يا الله Allah, without your help and mercy, we can do nothing, Ya Allah. Allah, without your help, we can do nothing, Ya Allah. Allah, you help us, Ya Allah. You assist us, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. You guide us, Ya Allah. Allah, you keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Save us from the attacks of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, these enemies, we cannot even see them, Ya Allah. How can we protect ourselves without your help, Ya Allah? Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. You save us, Ya Allah. You save us and the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us your muhammad. but ya allah full of hearts with your love ya allah ya allah we have come in your house seeking you ya allah koi tujhse kuch koi kuch mangta hai ilahi mein tujhse talabgar tera ilahi mein tujhse talabgar tera ilahul alamin ya allah we are begging you for you ya allah ya you become ours and make us yours ya allah ya you become ours and make us yours ya allah ya we have you we have everything ya allah we don't have you we have nothing ya allah ilahul alamin we have come in your house seeking you ya allah Allah, you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the muhabbat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Fill our hearts with the muhabbat of his sunnah, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Salah, Ya Allah. Make Salah the coolness of our eyes, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, fill our hearts with the love of deen, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the effort of deen, Ya Allah. Accept us in our progeny till qiyamah for the effort of deen with ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Save us from all the deviations, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. All those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. All those who are in any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Those who are in financial problems, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and every grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are in any kind of other depression, Ya Allah, anxieties, tension, worries, Ya Allah, you relieve them, Ya Allah. Grant happiness in the hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, grant sukoon and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are in any kind of other difficulties and hardships, you remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. All those who have passed away, fill their qabars with noor, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make their complete makhfirat, Ya Allah. Raise the stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, at the time of our death, Ya Allah, which is certainly coming, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have kept this hidden from us, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, we have no idea when this will happen to us, Ya Allah. But certainly our time is coming, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, make us prepare for that now, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, you keep us in total preparation every moment, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, let that meet us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Save us from death in a place of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us death on complete iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us death on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us in a manner that you are pleased with us, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Make our qabr's gardens of jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this mubarak month, Ya Allah, whatever amal we've done, nothing is capable and worthy of being presented to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, out of your grace, accept it, Ya Allah. Out of your grace and mercy, forgive all the faults and mistakes, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Whatever time is left, Ya Allah, enable us to use this time correctly, Ya Allah. Save us from wasting one moment of this Mubarak time, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept all the, those who have come into Atikaf, Ya Allah. 
Ya Allah, make this itikaf a means of, Ya Allah, a turning point in our lives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of turning for the better, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of becoming your true ashiks, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of becoming your true lovers, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of becoming your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of becoming your true loyal servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make it a means of becoming, Ya Allah, totally firm and established with istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make it a means of, Ya Allah, every khair and every good, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, every one, Ya Allah, each one, whether in atikaf or not, Ya Allah, you accept each one of us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, do not deprive anybody, Ya Allah. Allahumma la taruddana khaibin. Allahumma la taruddana khasirin. Allahumma la taqta' raja'ana. Allahumma la taqta' raja'ana. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the most kind of all those who are kind, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have put kindness and generosity in the hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You shower your generosity, Ya Allah, upon us, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, make us yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fulfill our objectives that we have come in at the Kaaf for, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you accept one and all, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri musta'adhaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balagh wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-aliyya al-azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina Muhammad wa alihi wa sahabihi ajma'in subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi